they gave us this packet of stuff to come home with. And they said, um, you know, for the next couple of weeks with the crisis, here's how we're going to do school. You're basically going to have to homeschool. Mm -hmm. So I brought the packets home and um, we looked through all the packets. In one of the packets, there was <laughs> something, uh, uh, it was one of the brown envelopes. Mm -hmm. And on the brown envelope, it stated tests. And it was all the tests that Shai will need to take. As his mother teaches him, she will need to give him the test. So I said to her, the honest guy I am, you're going to question my integrity when I tell you what I'm going to say. I turned and I said to Sherry, we straight. Just Tell them the answers. And I said, hook them up. What's, good? What's the point of having your mother as a teacher if you can't get the answers? And in my mind, I'm thinking, she's the mother. He's the son. She can deliver him out of it right away. She can bring him out of the situation. Shy could be delivered from the... the, the Adversities of school, one shot, because the answer is in mommy's hands, right? And then Sherry, honest Sherry. Woman of integrity. Woman of integrity, always trying to check my spirit, <laughs> turns and says to me, I can't do that. And I say, but that's not right. <laughs> I, <and> I said, <laughs> I, she said, I can't do that. I said, why? She said, because if I do that, he wouldn't be learning. And the only way I can know if he's learning what I'm teaching him is that he has to go through the test. And when she said that, I said, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Because first of all, when you take a test, here's the other thing too, Sherry. When you take a test, the teacher is usually very silent mm. and you have to show all that you've learned. Work. Now, there's two things there. One was I was trying to get instant delivery. If you have the answer, then you should give the answer. Mm. And then you said, but then how will I know if you're learning the lessons I've been teaching you if you never have a test? Right. And I thought to myself, that's the same thing with God. Right. We look up to heaven and we say, God, if you have the answer to this virus and you have the solution, why aren't you doing something right now? Deliver us. And believe me, God has done that. Right. He's done that in the Bible many times. Right. There's many times the Lord has reached in his hands and pulled people out of situations right away and delivered them. Right. But there are times when God is not going to bring you out, but he's going to come into the situation with you and allow you to take the test. And so I believe there are people that are watching tonight that God will deliver you somehow in certain situations. But you know what I realized? That some of us, we always pray for deliverance when sometimes we need to pray and ask God, not just for deliverance, but to come into my situation. I'll give you some examples. God allowed the three Hebrew boys, the bo them boys were some bad boys. 
Them three Hebrew boys went to uh, the, the, the King Nebuchadnezzar and said to him, Our God is able to deliver. He, he has the answer. Right. He's able to snatch us right. right away. But then they said this. But if not, we still will not bow. And I think sometimes God allows things so that the lessons you've been learning and sitting and shouting about in church, right. it's not just for new vehicles. Right. As a matter of fact, this time is showing us how much some of those messages really don't matter because right. your house, your vehicle, your car, your all of this really don't matter right now. What we need is a cure for Corona, right? right? And so, so, so sometimes everything we've been shouting for, the Lord says, I want to see if really you have been paying attention. I tell you, if you're a member of Church City, go back and listen to some of the messages we've been having. You would have been well prepared to know that God is God in the good times and the bad times. Those three Hebrew boys looked at Nebuchadnezzar and said, our God is more than able, but if not, we still won't bow. And the funny thing was God didn't crush Nebuchadnezzar and destroyed everybody and said, see, no, God allowed them to go into the fire. And he didn't take them out the fire, but he went in the fire with them. God will be with you. He did the same thing for Daniel. Daniel, he allowed him to go into the lion, into the lion's den, but he shut the lion's mouth. I could go on and on. Here, here's here's a, a couple scriptures I wrote down that uh, I want you to meditate on and write them down, right? In the book of Genesis, uh, uh, nobody went through as much, grab hold of that for me, nobody went through as much as Brother Joseph did. Our brother Joseph went from uh, beat up by his brother, uh, pot of, sold into slavery to Potiphar's house, uh, then uh, was charged falsely and accused for doing something with this man's wife that he never did, and then he ended up in a prison. Here are two scriptures. Genesis 39.2 has this simple line there that says this, and this was when he, was, uh, when he met Potiphar. The Lord was with Joseph. Not Joseph was trying to be, he's, he's, he's sold as a slave. And the Bible says, as a slave, as a slave, the Lord was with Joseph. So, so those working on the front line, the Lord is with you. Those putting themselves on the front line, the Lord is with you. Those worried at home how the next bill is going to be paid, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And listen, listen, Genesis 39, 20. After he was charged when Miss Potiphar lied on him and he was in prison. So he went from slavery to being in prison. And this is not prison like we have prison. There's no cable TV. This is dungeon prison. This is what the Bible says in Genesis 39, 20. The Lord was with Joseph Amen. in the prison. What am I trying to tell you tonight? I'm trying to tell you that our God is with us. Yes. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. He's stronger than this disease. We, we grieve for those who are losing loved ones, but we will not cower. We will not be discouraged. Our God is in charge. And at this time, if you, you know, like I said Sunday, a virus is exactly like sin. 
As long as it's on the outside and it doesn't contaminate you, you're good. Right. But once it gets on the inside, it does everything a virus does. It separates you from people. Mm -hmm. It causes you to have to social distance. Right. Uh, no peace of mind. No everything. And, and listen, after this virus is long gone, we still got another virus to deal with. It's called sin. <laughs> And it's not whether you die of corona or not. Here's the other thing. You got to deal with mortality. You will die. What is frustrating people now is the uncertainty of tomorrow. And will I die? What will, 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 will tomorrow hold? Where will my money come from? Will I? One day will come and you will have to leave earth. So deal with that now. Right. If you're dealing with those thoughts now and you're asking yourself, if, if I'm going to die, why am I scared? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Ask yourself these questions to deal with your mortality and ask yourself, do you know Jesus? Do you know where you'll spend eternity? Right. And so the Lord was with Joseph. Here's two more scriptures and I'm done. Isaiah 43, verse number two. Listen to what it says, Sister Sherry. It says, when you pass through the waters, not I will pull you out. Listen to what he says. I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. And when you walk through the fire, you will not be burnt. The flames will not set you ablaze. Notice, notice here, Sister Sherry, that what God is saying is not that I'm going to snatch you out, even though he's capable, mm. but he says, I'm coming in. Right. And our God is coming in, man. You, our joy is coming back in your house. Yeah. The, the situations might be crazy. Water might be all around you. Mm. Darkness might be all around you. But in the middle of the situation, something inside you telling you it's going to be okay. That's the peace. The Bible says to pass it all understanding. Here's my last scripture for tonight. The book of Psalms chapter 23 verse number 4. Look at what it says there. He says, this is David writing. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Where is he walking? Through the valley of the shadow of death. He says, I will fear no evil. Why? Not because you're going to snatch me out the valley. But he says, for you are with me. Hallelujah. 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 I'm about to smack this mic or something. God is with us. God is with us. God is with us. God is with Y'all should write that on your timeline all day tomorrow. Any negative thing you see, you write, God is with us. And if God be, I wish I was in church city right now. If God be for us. Who can be against us? He said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. He prepares a table. Y'all know it. Y'all know it. He says, you anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, surely, surely means you can be confident of this one thing. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. You watching this right now, I want to pray for you. You, you in the medical field, you on the front line, you in the church, pastors that are watching this that might be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Your church ain't going. Listen, the church ain't a building. I think right. God has a way of saying this. I, I, listen, there are more messages being preached outside the walls yep. now yep. 
than the last six months, if you ask me. Everybody's on Facebook. Everybody's on Zoom. Everybody's on YouTube. Everybody's on social media. Everybody's on Instagram preaching. And I think God said, you know what? Y'all been in the four walls too long. I need y'all to get out and start preaching. Your church is not your building. God is going to bring you back bigger and stronger. And, 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 And let's do what we know how to do. Let's bring hope. If you're watching this and you don't know Jesus, that's where you want to start. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to ask the Lord and Savior in your life. I pray that no disease will come upon you. But the fact is the wages of sin is death. Death occurs not because of corona. Death occurs because of sin. And let me give you one more point. This one you might like. Think about the gospel. Jesus, God, could have snatched Adam and Eve out of the garden the minute they sinned and delivered us and start the world over. But instead, he came down and became man and he's with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Man, hallelujah. And so what I'm trying to say to you is if you don't know Jesus... Your sins is what caused the cross. Easter is coming. We're going to have an Easter service. Building or no building, we're going to be lifting up what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, what he did on that cross covers you from anything. Whether you you are securing your eternity. And so if you don't know Jesus, you want to ask him into your life. Second, if you're going through anything, just remember God is with you. Let's pray, Sherry. Come on, let's join hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everybody watching this.